of the internet. This is Nick coming at you with another super mega awesome chocolatey golden covered podcast episode. I like to call the One Sharp Podcast. Um, and uh, I'm here to get all that wonderful information uh, compiled up in a big old bag and get it sent to you through the help of an app. Um, this particular one uh, it was, it's a character breakdown and it's one that's, um, pride and drew to, to me because this particular character was my very first cosplay. So it holds a very, uh, unique place in my heart. Um, and that character is, uh, Nick Fury and, uh, it's, it's not just Nick Fury. It's Colonel Nicholas Joseph Fury, his full name, um, now, Nick Fury for me is one of those breakthrough characters that I could, I really could re uh, relate to. And, uh, having seen him in the first Avengers movie really, uh, inspired me to do a podcast, uh, not a podcast, <laughs> but, um, a uh, cosplay of Nick Fury that I've done quite a few times. Um, that one, that's a certain cosplay I can't let go. But, um, other than that, Nick Fury has been one of those, um, tried and true leaders that even though he's been told by higher ups what he's supposed to do and how he's supposed to do it, he can gladly just drop it and not listen to them and do his own little thing. And that's the one thing that drew me to, uh, to Nick Fury. Um, kind of like some of the other characters out there, uh, in Marvel that have like inspired me to do certain things or adopt certain phrases or, you know, do something that, that makes my life a little more intriguing. Um, but uh, enough of that. So before we get into the full set down of this uh, character breakdown, let's uh, let's uh, list a couple crowning achievements by uh, this character um, alone. So 2011, uh, Nick Fury was ranked 33 or 33rd, sorry, in IGN's top 100 superheroes and 32nd in the top 50 Avengers. Um, like I said, uh, Nick Fury has been around for a long time. He's made milestones as he went, you know, from, uh, help creating the Avengers, helping out, uh, in any type of, uh, means also making sure shield doesn't, uh, fall through because of Hydra agents or something uh, out of that, uh, out of the sort. Um, let's see. <laughs> I think that was that was it. Yeah, that was it. Huh. Um, other than the fact that he has been considered an anti-hero, um, which can be seen in some of the comic books as well his uh, as well as the Marvel uh, Nick Fury. It was like a, it's a short running comic book series. I think it's six issues long um, about Nick Fury, his humble beginnings in S.H.I.E.L.D. and um, what he did. Um, as well as, uh, in the current movie, Captain Marvel, um, he was just, uh, up and coming agent. He was, um, making us, he's making strides for himself. And, you know, when the time came when he, uh, could run shield, he took full heed to it. Um, I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make sure i get everything down um <laughs> so without further ado let's get into the information of nick fury nick fury's first appearance in the comic books now keep in mind 
uh in the comics he he um he was caucasian um but it's no big deal um first appearance in sergeant fury and his howling commandos issue number one may of 1963 and he was created by stan lee and jack kirby um now nick fury's origin story is quite unique to me because only because of the fact that it it starts off pretty homely almost um nick fury was the eldest of three children um to the father known as jack fury in new york city um now, a little bit about Jack himself. Jack was enlisted in the UK's Royal Flying Corps during the First World War um, and became a decorated hero for uh, shooting down uh, Manfred van Reichen... Ooh. Van... Um, early in his, his flying career in 1918. If I butchered that last name, I'm terribly sorry. Um, yeah, it was, I, I was... I tried to say it beforehand, and I did a good job, and now I'm looking at it again, and it's just, yeah, apparently it's just not going to work. Um, but as Jack progressed, he, um, you know, became this hero. He he get, he goes back home after the war to settle down and have three children. Um, uh, Nicholas or Nick Joseph Fury, uh, Jacob Jack Fury, who co-founded the Zodiac Cartel, which are bad guys, uh, and their sister Dawn. Um, I feel like at, in a different podcast, I might talk about um, Jacob Fury and the Zodiac Cartel because that's another topic I wouldn't mind getting into just because of um, their influence between, uh, you know, brother versus brother and supposedly how their sister somehow ties into this as, as well. Um, so. They all grew up in Hell's Kitchen, Manhattan, New York. So as we all know how Hell's Kitchen um, is all about, especially Daredevil. Um, yeah, it's not a pretty place. Uh, now, as Nick got older, he became an amateur uh, boxer through the NYC Police Athletic League, where he learns marksmanship, which totally threw me off. But after reading it a couple times, it made sense. He became a boxer, then learned how to shoot. Okay awesome uh 1937 1937 nick goes overseas to fight uh an international with the international brigade uh yeah brigades in the spanish civil war so there right right there he begins his uh military career um nick returns to america after that war uh with and his friend uh red hargrove they both decide to leave their neighborhood for adventure to spread out to kind of figure out uh where they stand as as characters or as people um in a world that's filled with war and just all this bad stuff you know they're they're, they're just trying to help themselves kind of figure out where they are um but yeah they they leave their neighborhood to further progress themselves uh, in wing walking or parachuting acts um now as that's going on as they're doing all these performances they catch the eye of uh of a particular enlisted uh um they are both enlisted in for a special mission in the netherlands so both red and nick join the army and are stationed at the schlofield barracks 
which in December 7th, 1941, um, very unique time within this, this year, um, the Imperial Japanese Navy attacks Hawaii. Amongst the killed, Red is one of many caught in this attack. Henceforth, this is the beginning of World War II. And Nick gets caught within this and decides to join that good fight to bring down the enemy and to bring peace among the world. Um, now, after the attack, Sawyer becomes a captain and assigns Fury to command his first attack squad, um, composed of U.S. Army Rangers, nicknamed the Howling Commandos. So there you go. Now, if memory serves me correct around this time, seeing that this is the beginning of World War II, this is also the introduction to Hydra. Now, how far Hydra goes back, that is another podcast. I have to uh, really dig deep into the information regarding with that and give you that information about Hydra and how they work, which with the few movie, uh, movies that they've been in and how they've done things in said movie, opposed to the comic books, uh, let's let's see how that plays out. Um, uh, Fury then, after being listening to this war, falls in love with a British nurse. Uh, her name is Lady Pamela. And um, everything's fine and dandy until he's about to go and propose to her. But then uh, misfortune hits and she is killed in a bombing raid. Um, yeah, really sad. Really sad. So, Nick then joins the CIA, but then gets severely, severely injured by a landmine. Um, he's then found and healed by uh, Berthold Sternberg using a unique uh, formula called the Infinity Formula. Now, this particular formula is has a couple of traits. It's almost like the precursor to the super soldier serum, but it's not quite that. What it does is it slows down um, your aging and gives you sort of a healing factor. And that's what he is put on. But the only setback with this, uh, this formula is that he has to keep taking it in order for the effects to stay in effect. So... He, um, after he's healed and he starts, he starts working for the, uh, OSS, our Office of Strategic Services, um, during that time in the CIA, Fury jumps to Colonel, works with Richard and Mary Parker, the parents of Peter Parker, which, you know, huge eye-opener right there. Uh, I kind of wish there was a year behind this, but it, there really wasn't, um, so as as he's working with his parents, helping fighting that good fight, like always, he begins wearing his iconic eye patch due to, a sh to shrapnel hitting his eye, slowly losing his sight in the one eye. Now, if you all have seen Captain Marvel, Marvel and uh, there's, there's a spoiler here, um, he loses his eye to a unique alien creature, um, otherwise known as Goose the Cat. Um, now, you know, he loves cats, and Goose the Cat, of course has the appearance of a normal house uh, house cat. But um, as the scroll <laughs> it's quick to tell him it's not a normal cat. And it shows towards the middle end of that movie. Um, but yes, so Nick Fury is, is moving up in ranks and he finally, finally, finally uh, becomes the second commander of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
which becomes one of the most powerful organizations battling Hydra and one of Fury's worst en- Hydra or one of Fury's worst enemies of World War II, um, which shows um, Captain America, the First Avenger, um, uh, many others. Which is funny now that I think about it. Now, if I recall right, um, Captain America. He was the first hero of Marvel. His first official live-action movie was within the 1940s. Um, and he didn't help create the Avengers. He just he was just kind of there. So he's the oldest... Um, yeah, he's the oldest uh, uh, character. But not the oldest character that helped create uh, the Avengers. He eventually joins. It's just he didn't help. He didn't have any say in how they were created. He just joined because he went from one time frame to another. But that's just that's just me brainstorming just off on the side. Um, now as he now as Nick Fury is running Shield and making sure everything is top notch, everything's good to go. He finds out that Hydra, of course, you know, slick sly dogs. Um, they he finds out that Hydra and Shield have both been infiltrated by uh, androids. Called the, and I'm probably going to butcher this when I say this, the Peltites. Peltites? Yeah, Peltites. So, being disillusioned as he was, he disbands the agency and um, then thusly has to rebuild it from the bottom up. So he then makes sure, he makes sure that everything it was supposed to be or as is. He makes sure that protocol is priority and he also makes sure that this never happens again. Now, of course, within the movie frame, uh, time frame, Hydra infiltrates S.H.I.E.L.D. just by having a few um, um, covert agents that are in just, you know, running everything through S.H.I.E.L.D., but also calling certain shots, also uh, feeding certain you know, certain very important intel to uh, other um, um, Hydra agents. Um, now... Nick Fury overall has played a very intricate role throughout the um, the comic book world, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and uh, many other ventures that he has been in. Now, seeing that he was one of the first people to start off the Avengers, the one that came up with the idea for the Avengers, henceforth going back to Captain Marvel, where he's coming up with a certain initiative, which then he changes and becomes the Avengers Initiative, which you see that being um, shown to Tony Stark in the first Iron Man movie. Um, it's it's really big, knowing the fact that S.H.I.E.L.D. took all that time and effort to set up a ragtag group of super-powered, super unique individuals to help save the world. And they're doing a really good job, you know, aside from the uh when they split up and they fought one another which wasn't um well it it wasn't a good time for him you know they could have been getting together to help fight the bad you know the bad guys again and save the day but you know you can only work so, with people so many times or for so long for so many times and you you clash heads and nick fury's trying to be that middleman to stop what's whatever's going on and he did a really good job. I mean, he helped Tony Stark. He uh, he helped uh, Captain America. He's helped everyone that have, has been in the uh, Avengers. Even Captain Marvel herself. Um, which, 
that's you know i I could get into captain marvel a little bit more but that is another podcast that's actually going to be the next one that's going to be a movie movie review of captain marvel that i've been wanting to do i finally got the last set of numbers so i can finally get that going um it's going to be really intriguing um i won't really get dive too deep into that movie because you know once again that's for another podcast i don't want to go ahead and fill you in on too much um so with that being said um that has been my character breakdown of nick fury um if you ever get a chance to read that six part series of uh nick fury i would advise to do so because it it's set back in like the if i remember right the 70s and it's a young nick fury and he's doing this whole secret agent thing and he's doing a really good job of it too plus the uh the the art design within that that comic i mean especially with the front covers are really amazing the uh, the panels themselves are really well thought out um very detailed i really enjoyed it um i have all six and i made sure of it too um but yeah throughout the years with nick fury going from live action animated live action um going from david hasselhoff to samuel l jackson Nick Fury is always going to play some type of intricate role in anything and everything. And guaranteed, if S.H.I.E.L.D.'s going to be around, Nick Fury's definitely going to be in the middle, telling them exactly what they need to do and how to do it. Um, so yeah, once again, that has been my character breakdown of Nick Fury. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was kind of, you know, it kind of jumped around a little bit here and there. Um, but like always, I'll have another episode ready for you soon enough uh thank you and uh of course check out some of my other older episodes um they're they're kind of detailed they're kind of not but it, that's for you to decide all right so until then uh true believers i was gonna say sports fans saying that you know baseball started well i guess that would be right but yeah but yeah until then everyone go ahead and get your uh comfy seats because when endgame comes everything's going down and I hope you bring Kleenexes too, because I, f I feel like Endgame is going to pull the feels out of nowhere for you. So until then, Excelsior. <laughs>